New details in the latest investigation of the 1996 unsolved murder of legendary rapper Tupac Shakur. ABC News learning the search warrant executed Monday in Las Vegas was at the home of Dwayne Davis, known as Keefe D, just miles away from where Tupac was gunned down during a drive-by shooting. ABC News obtaining this exclusive video of armored vehicles driving down the suburban street just after 10 p.m. Video obtained by TMZ showing a tense standoff outside the home in Henderson, Nevada. According to the warrant, police seized multiple items, including computers, storage devices, notes, photos, and other documentation detailing Keefe D's involvement with the Southside Compton Crips, a well-known L.A. gang. Police also took copies of the book Compton Street Legend, 
The memoir he wrote, which details what he believes led to Tupac's murder. He claimed in a 2018 documentary series, Death Row Chronicles, that he was in the car with the shooter. You said the shots came from the back. Who shot Tupac? to keep it from the cold of the streets. It just came from the backseat for The evidence is now being presented to a Las Vegas grand jury. So this is the biggest development in the Tupac murder case since this all happened, since the murder happened. They never uh, served a search warrant and, you know, showed up at someone's house with the SWAT team back in 1996. So this is definitely, it can't be overstated how big of a deal this is. Shakur's murder had all the markings of a gang-style hit. Tupac was shot multiple times while sitting at a red line near the Las Vegas Strip, the rapper dying several days later. Experts say this latest investigation could shed new light on one of the biggest cold cases in modern pop culture history. I don't think you raid someone's house in something this high profile, knowing full well, you know, the media attention that's going to get unless you feel pretty strongly. And Diane, no charges have been filed. This warrant was served without incident. One neighbor told me they saw a woman sitting on a curb during the search. Authorities took multiple laptops and iPads and Diane, what they described as a tub of photographs. All right, Kana Whitworth. <laughs> Renegade Nation, Kings of Talk, you know we must get into him, okay? And as of right now, I have to just break down a few little details. I don't really want to make this too long because it's kind of straight cut and dry, okay? So, as we know, there was a raid on Kifi D's house. So, my whole thing is, and I'm going to play this clip too for those that don't know. Over 20 years ago, Kifi D did an interview. See, what a lot of people don't really understand is that if you're a certain type of criminal and the police know that you commit crimes, there becomes a way out. And Kifi D took it. Basically, I'm gonna play this clip soon enough, but to sum it all up, he tells the FBI, they sit down, they have a conversation. He kind of cooperates, if that's what we kind of would say, AKA snitching or you know, the street terminology. But he really kind of told on himself, not others. Everybody that was actually in that car is dead. <laughs> Isn't that crazy? Except for Keefy D. So he goes into detail of the night. And uh, Greg Caden, which, man, he just, I'm just going to pull it up. I'm just going to get, I, I got to play it. It's kind of, it's just so much. It's a lot on this case. The details are just beyond me. It goes back to the LAPD and the FBI. It's, it's kind of all over the place. It's very kind of tricky, but I kind of want to pinpoint and break it down the way I break things down. Music Mike, can you cue that up? Yep. We're going to get into that Greg Caden, and he's going to actually explain this, what really happened, um, courtesy of StreetTV.net. So when we sat down with Keefe D, uh, myself, the FBI, uh, TVD's lawyer, we sat down under what's known as a proffer agreement and he um, divulged all of the details about what took place in Las Vegas the night Tupac was shot. At that point in time, it's we're just going through the investigative, um, uh, we're just going through the uh, kind of investigative process until I retired and I came to the realization that these these crimes, the public is never going to know what we did in this investigation and the information that we attained. 
And so I took it upon myself, say, listen, and I went and met with Keefe D before I did it, by the way. He knew that I was releasing the information. I went to his house, um, we sat in my truck, and I said, here's the deal. Um, you're never gonna probably get prosecuted on this, but I'm going to expose what you did. Wow. And uh, Do you see that? Renegade Nation, kings, queens of talk, do you see where this is kind of going? You're never gonna get prosecuted for this because you already told on the situation. So it comes back to right now, why would they raid his house? Do you understand what I'm saying now? Is this making sense? Man, shout out to Greg Caden. Definitely, let's continue just a little bit more. I, I said, I'm just letting you know ahead of time, I'm, I'm writing a book and I'm gonna tell the story and uh, listen, you got a huge break on the on the dope case that we built against you, which was 25 to life. You're walking away on a murder. So if, if the punishment for you is that the public knows the truth about what you did, well, then that's just the fucking way it's gonna be. But it shouldn't have made him even, it, it shouldn't have hurt him. And that's not the part that's hurting KPD situation. It's just the fact that people know that he sat down with the police and discussed his nephew. That's that's what's hurting him. Yeah, well, I think it's two things that's gonna hurt <clears throat> Keefe D for the rest of his life. One, that he got exposed as an informant, a snitch, in some in some way. Not I, really. I, everyone, no. Come on, man. When you're you telling gotta, the police, see, this person killed that person. But see, you, you gotta look at it like this. My nephew is dead, and he took advantage of that because he was fighting 25 to life, right? He got caught with some drugs. Yeah. So if I can speak on this, my nephew and them, all these cats is gone. So if I can speak on that, he used that shit as a street ticket to get out of this situation. Exactly. I completely understand. That. But he didn't, what fucked him up is he didn't think that Greg was gonna put it out there that you told on your nephew. And that's what, that's my point. Now here you got a man that. Okay, yes. Thank you so much, Music Mike. Well, 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 man. Like I said, this is one of those situations where, yes, it's kind of all over the place, but we're gonna try to put it all together as best as I can. This is, like I said, this is part one. We're definitely gonna have part two sometime throughout this week once we actually get a little bit of more information about what the hell is really going on and why would they raid his house if he cannot be charged for the crimes that he talked about. Do you understand where I'm going with this? Well, as of now, we actually do have a few more details that have came out. As ABC said, they took a lot of books, pictures, hard drives. But the main thing is, and also just to add, they some 40 caliber bullets that were found. I'm just gonna be honest with you. If you actually kept the bullets for 20 plus years, I'm trying to understand where is this going and what are they really doing with all this mumbo jumbo? Because as you heard, Keefe D cannot be charged for this crime. But here's the underline of the situation. Yes, you get immunity for this crime so far as killing Tupac or with you having information that you know who killed Tupac, which we all know, Orlando Baby Lane Anderson, pretty much has been identified as the shooter, correct? And just to make it a little bit more clearly, matter of fact, Music Mike, do you have that Al Prophet? I think he just did it a few days ago. You do have it? Okay, could you just play a little bit of some of that? Yep. Seems like perfect timing. And with that, Eric Von Zepp hands Keefe D a Glock 40. Keefe D and his younger Compton homeboys 
including Orlando Baby Lane Anderson, his nephew, Happen Anderson's rented white Cadillac, Keefe D stashes the Glock, and they hit the Las Vegas Strip. They ride around until bam, they spot the Mercedes with Pac and Suge, pull up, and Orlando, who just got jumped on, does the shooting. It all makes sense. It's also a first degree murder confession from Keefe D. After off, he got in the car with the gun to go look for people that just attacked his nephew for revenge and somebody ended up dead, Tupac. That's first degree murder, clear cut. Why has he been confessing with no repercussions? Was he one of the shooters? Why is an investigation reopened now? Eric Von Zipp, for those of you who don't know, was a Harlem gangster. He died of cancer in 2012. And he might just be the linchpin of both Tupac and Biggie's homicides, because remember, whatever caused Tupac's certainly led to Biggie's. It's also important to remember that first and foremost, before everything else happens, it was Tupac who kind of caused all this. He got himself shot. He exactly. caused death row to start crumbling that very night in exactly. Las Vegas because Suge got his probation violated. And now, 30 years later, Tupac reaches out from the grave to get Keefe D's house raided, and apparently some 40 caliber bullets were found that are currently undergoing ballistics testing. Why did he have to run up to Orlando Anderson? He started it that night and then bring in the whole mob. And of course, Suge came, kicks to the head, got his nine-year suspended sentence violated. Death Row was over with on that night, really. Okay, the short version is this. Did he? Yeah. Wow, we just, <laughs> man, this is, it's quite a lot. This story is so, <laughs> I told you, <laughs> Kings of Talk, Renegade Talk Radio. Oh, man. Music Mike, this is a lot that we gotta put together. I cannot sum it all up in just one form of fashion. I'm gonna break it down. I'm gonna give you my conspiracy theories very soon. And again, this is part one. We're gonna get into the other side of things because this other side is gonna help kind of detail this first part. Stay tuned. Thank you all for listening. My name is EG, the Urban Scholar. You are listening to Renegade Talk Radio slash Kings of Talk. And there's much, much more. Stay tuned. Thank you. Oh, yeah. Thank you.